0: And welcome to the PathMig Psychiatry for Primary Care podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's podcast. I'm Whitney Landa, the Director of Education. And today I have Terry Podesta here with us. Terry is one of our phenomenal therapists at our Palo Alto location. And today she's going to walk us through CBT skills for anxiety. Welcome, Terry.
1: Thank you, Whitney. To start with, Terry, maybe tell us what CBT is. So CBT stands for Cognitive Behavior Therapy, and very generally what that looks at is our connection between our thoughts, our behaviors, and our feelings. And CBT says that we can look at shifting any one of those to help ourselves feel better, including feeling less anxious and or happier or shifting our mood.
0: Can you walk us through some skills that our primary care doctors could teach their patients or use
1: for themselves if they're feeling anxious? Sure. So one example could be is to name what we are feeling. Take some time to check in with yourself, assess what you're feeling and name it either internally and or out loud to yourself and or through journaling can be another way to uncover what we are feeling. Something about naming what we are feeling can help us um, to reduce the intensity of that feeling.
0: So what would be an example that I could tell my patients in terms
1: of how to walk them through that skill? Sure. So one way that we can check in with ourselves to uncover how we are feeling is to notice our bodies. Are you feeling any tension, any tightness? Are you short of breath? Another way could be to check in around our feeling state. Are we feeling anxious because of something that happened earlier that day? Or to notice, did something stressful happen in the morning or at some point, and that we're having a reaction to?
0: So the patient would name it and say, I am feeling anxious right now, or I am worried. Mm -hmm. We would expect that that feeling of worry or anxiety would decrease from the naming of it. Yes. That's a nice, straightforward easy way to talk to your patients about the anxiety and help them check in with it. So what, let's say we've told our patients to name their emotion. They name it's anxiety. It goes down a little bit, but they're still
1: feeling a lot of anxiety. What's another technique they could use? One technique that someone could use if they're feeling heightened, including with anxiety is to use a healthy outlet. So that can look all different kinds of ways. One way could be talking with someone. So seeking a support and sharing with someone how they're feeling. Another way could be through journaling, expressing themselves about why they're feeling that way. Um, Another way could also just be through their body. So finding a healthy physical outlet for their body to help their anxiety go down. Like yoga or running. Mm -hmm. Like yoga or running or... Um, even just going for a quick walk, uh, a five-minute walk on their lunch break.
0: Great. So it doesn't have to be big. It can take just a few minutes of time. That's awesome. Walking us downstream, they've done those things, still helping, still not quite enough. Is there another technique they could employ?
1: Yes. So another technique um, could be the use of distraction. So sometimes it's helpful to give our bodies and brains a break um, from the things that we're feeling anxious, stressed, or worried about. Some examples of distractions could be um, doing something that uses our brain power, such as a puzzle, Sudoku, counting down from 100 by threes. So something that feels challenging enough to keep our attention, but not too challenging to where we're feeling stressed about the activity.
0: So let's say I just... I did all the things, I binge watched my favorite Netflix show and I'm just still feeling that kind of anxiety in my chest.
1: Is there anything you'd recommend I try next? So another strategy can be to check in with our thoughts around what we're feeling, our thoughts around a certain situation or event that happened. And just to notice if our thoughts are um, positive, are they helpful? Are they distorted and unhelpful and causing more stress for us? So one example might be if um, someone has a test coming up and they're thinking to themselves, I'm probably going to fail this test. That thought might cause them to feel more anxious and more stressed about it. And so trying to help someone or ourselves think a different, more realistic and or helpful thought. So it could be... um, there's a possibility I could fail this test. And also I've spent two hours studying for it. I feel pretty comfortable and confident with the material. And, or if I do fail it, I have a whole semester of work that will add up to my grade, not just this one test.
0: Those are great suggestions. So let's break this down and role play uh, patient situation and I'll be the patient and you can be the primary care doctor. Mm-hmm come in and say, oh, Dr. Fidessa, I'm just, I don't know what is going on. I think I might have some stomach issues. I just, I feel really off lately ever since, you know, my kids got in that accident. I just can't stop my stomach. It's just awful. Like, I don't know what's um, going on. It's making me sleep badly. And I just feel jittery. I
1: think something's wrong. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. I can understand why the accident with your children might cause some stress for you. And our body shows stress in all different kinds of ways. If you were going to put a name to that feeling, how would you describe it?
0: Oh, I just, it's like butterflies, but really, really intense and then Mm -hmm. just my chest and I find myself breathing really fast. Um, I I'm kind of anxious, Mm -hmm. really anxious. Um, but there's
1: definitely something wrong. Yeah. I can understand why you might feel anxious from that accident. And it sounds like a lot of times we can get short of breath with anxiety. We can get stomach aches and, you know, feel sick to our stomach sometimes. So that makes a lot of sense. What can I do? I can't keep going like this. I need some help. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. Let's talk about some things that might be helpful. So maybe if you're open to it, we can try a deep breathing exercise um, and see if it can be helpful for you with your anxiety. Would you like to try that? Yeah, I would. Okay, great. I'm going to ask you to sit in a comfortable position, put both of your feet on the ground and close your eyes if you feel comfortable. So oftentimes when we're feeling stressed and we have um, very quick, fast breaths in our chest, we want to elongate them. So it feels like Our breaths are coming all the way down from our toes or our belly. I'm going to ask you to take a breath and we're going to count to five. We're going to hold the breath for two and exhale for six. So the point is to take longer, deeper breaths to slow down our body's process. Okay. Would you like um, to count yourself or would you like me to count for you? Can you count for me? Sure. Okay. Whenever you're ready, you can close your eyes if you feel comfortable. We can get started and breathe in one, two, three, four, five, hold one, two, exhale, one, two, three, four, five, six. One more time. Breathe in one, two, three, four, five, hold one, two, exhale, one, two, three, four four,
0: five, six. Okay, that helps. I do feel a little bit better.
1: It's Mm -hmm. still there, but it's lower. Great. Yeah. And these are things that you can use. You can add them to your tool belt so you can try them. They might not all work all the time, but sometimes they can help take a little bit of the edge off of the anxiety. So I would welcome you to try that at different points in your day, just to kind of take a minute, check in with yourself, slow down and take a few deep breaths.
0: Thanks, I I mean, that helps a little bit. Are there any, any other techniques you have that I could try?
1: Sure, so another technique is distraction. So sometimes it's helpful for our bodies and brains to give ourselves a break from thinking and feeling anxiety. And so one way to do that is with distraction. So I'm gonna ask you to try this if you're open to it is to count down from a hundred by threes. 100 minus three is 97, then 94,
0: then 91, then 88. And fast forward, we're at zero. Mm-hmm. okay yeah that did take my mind off it for a minute and I felt my body relax a little bit more that was mm-hmm. helpful mm-hmm. and for some reason when I said it it was anxiety it did actually seem to even to lower it just saying it was anxiety mm. rather than focusing on my stomach upset mm-hmm. does that make sense
1: it does make sense. Yeah. Sometimes when we name it, there's something that happens on our brain that can help to dissipate some of the intensity of a feeling. So,
0: you know, the primary care doctors have just a few minutes, but that actually just took us a few minutes um, and definitely something that can be folded into your office visit, especially if you feel like it is anxiety and maybe not something that needs you know a GI workup. Um, if they're kind of more open to these techniques, they like them, but they want to know more, what would be a good resource the primary care doctors could recommend to their patients?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. So one great resource that I have found is the workbook called Mind Over Mood. People can buy it on Amazon very easily. And it is a workbook that teaches CBT techniques and has um, participants walk through different exercises, learn the different techniques and how to apply them to their own experience. That's great. Mm-hmm.
0: Is that for adults and kids or is there a separate resource for kids?
1: So one helpful workbook or book that I use with kids is what to do when you worry too much. The author's name is Don Hubner. Um, and um, another book that I also use is Common Alert. Yoga and Mindfulness Practices to Teach Self-Regulation and Social Skills to Children by Helene McLaughlin.
0: Wow, thank you so much, Terry. Those were really helpful tips and techniques and great resources for if we want to know more. I'll also um, share with everyone that I made a handout out of Terry's tips from a talk we did Was one of our pediatric grand rounds case series. And it is on that SharePoint site I'm always mentioning in my podcasts. So you can go to the handouts and you'll see the CBT for anxiety handout that is based on techniques Terry shared during that talk. But I do want to thank you, Terry, for being here today and teaching us about CBT techniques, something that we can use for our patients and ourselves as well.
1: You're very welcome. Thanks so much, Whitney.
0: So that wraps up our episode on CBT skills for anxiety. I hope everyone has a great day.